This audio is presented to you by Abdul Fattah Adayami. For more lectures and counseling services, visit www.abdulfattahadayami.com. Listen, learn, and laugh as you edit your universe. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen We thank Allah for his blessings And for his grace May the peace and blessings of Allah Be upon the best of all mankind Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam His household, his companions And all believing men and women From now till the day of judgment Now what were we supposed to discuss today? It's like a question Are you a people pleaser? Are you a people pleaser? Yes, that's donkey philosophy. How many people are familiar with that story? That uh, uh, a father and his son, they were going somewhere and they had uh, a donkey to ride. Uh -huh. Tell me more, tell me more. And then the donkey, um, okay, as they were moving on, the father was sitting on the donkey and people around were commenting that, ah, look at you, old man, you don't even have pity for the young chap. Your, your little boy is uh, walking, trekking, and you are riding on the donkey. What kind of a merciless father are you? So when you heard what he said, he decided to make correction. He got down and put his son now on the donkey. As we were moving, people say, haba, haba, old man like you. Look at you, you are spoiling this boy. You put him on the donkey and you, old man, you are the one that needs the strength more. Why are you walking and your little son is on the donkey? What lesson are you trying to teach this boy? You want him to be, to be you know, uh, to be selfish? Okay, man, when the man heard that, he decided to make correction. So, no, himself and the boy, they were trekking, and the donkey was just with say, are you so stupid? <laughs> you are your son. <laughs> you and your son, you are walking, and the donkey is just moving empty. Can't somebody ride on this donkey? Then when he heard of that, he now said, okay, what am I going to do now? He now Kukuma put himself and his son, both of them on the donkey. And as they were going, some other people still commenting again, ha -ha, you people are so wicked. Two of you on the donkey, you want to kill this donkey? So at the point he now wonders, so what can you actually do <laughs> to satisfy people? What can you do that people will not complain, that people will not comment, that people will not comment? So what was the, in your own opinion, what should be the best option out of these four? Either he on the donkey and the boy trekking, or the boy on the donkey, he trekking, or both of them moving without riding on the donkey, or both of them on the donkey. Both of them walking and the donkey moving freely. Which one, what should they do? You don't know? They should just call Uber, Kawai. <laughs> or they get the pickup. Forget about the donkey thing. So, if we are now talking about being a people pleaser, there's the good side of it, and there's the bad side of it. The good side of it can be used to describe terms like altruism terms like selflessness, terms like humanism, 
terms like um, what other name can we use? Generosity. Uh, which other one? Now, kindness, empathy, showing sympathy for other people, being passionate about the affairs of the community. Are you following me now? So it is not um, all the time that we say, no, you have to take care of only yourself first. And when you say you take care of yourself, some people now look at it in a positive way too. They say it is self-love. Self-love. They believe that if you can't take care of yourself, how can you take care of other people? They believe that you don't love yourself, how will you love somebody else? If you don't know how to show kindness to yourself, how will you show kindness to another person? And so on and so forth. So let's look at it now. Vis-a-vis -vis some aspects of this can be positive and some aspect of that can be negative. But we will not judge yet which is the best until we unpack some of these details and then we will now say, okay, in my own case, where do I fit in? What will happen if you are somebody who would like to please others and you say yes to everything? You want to do this? Say yes. Please, can you give me your hijab? Say yes. Please, can I get favorable from you? Say yes. Uh, please, let me quickly use your shoe. Say yes. Say, ah, borrow me your cap. You say yes. What if you are someone who says yes to everything? Are you a people pleaser by doing that? People pleasers, that's those who try to please other people without pleasing themselves. They thrive off other people's uh, happiness. That is, um, they are only happier when another person is happy. What makes them to be happy is the happiness they are able to give to somebody else. It, it, that doesn't sound bad, right? doesn't sound like a bad thing. Okay. So it's one thing to value bringing joy and happiness to other people. But those with the type of behavior, sometimes they may end up taking it too far. That's the only fear we have with them. They may take it too far without knowing where to stop. The pleaser, they match the amount their friends are having with what they are supposed to be having. Mean that they believe that when somebody else has gotten sufficient, that is when they now have the right to begin to get anything. They don't see themselves as, as deserving of any good thing until somebody else has already enjoyed it. And that's why you see a man will go to the market and um, he will buy all things for his family. He will not remember to buy even cap for himself. Some ladies will go to the market, they will buy everything for their children. She will not remember to buy hijab for herself. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. So here are some, um, some signs that you may need to notice in yourself that may make you to see that you are a people pleaser. Then you now see, is it okay or is it not okay? Take for instance, when telling somebody no is something very difficult for you. You find it very difficult to say no to somebody or to something. It is possible you are a people pleaser. pleaser. They can't say no. They ask for anything. To say no will be a problem. Number two, if you have a habit of always saying I'm sorry in the beginning of your sentence, anything you want to say, I'm sorry. Whatever thing they say, even when you are guilty, you say you are sorry. Even when somebody else is guilty, you say you are sorry. If you see that you are always you take little time to respect to respond to somebody's text message. Say, I'm sorry, I'm replying late. Somebody says assalamu alaikum to you because you are choking, you are coughing. 
when you now regain your voice, you, now, you start with, I'm sorry that I have not seen wa alaikum salam. As soon as you say, salam alaikum, Allah Akbar. When you accidentally walk into a room and there are people there, you say, I'm sorry. Then you walk back again. If every time you see that you always have to apologize, or you are always the one that is apologizing, even for small things, it means you are a people pleaser. You don't want to offend anyone. Then if you are somebody that conflict and quarrels terrify you, you don't like to quarrel, you don't like conflicts, and because of that, you don't address issues, you don't communicate because you are trying to avoid conflict. That is, you don't want somebody to be angry with you and you want somebody to quarrel with you. Because of that, you keep quiet all the time. That means you are a people pleaser. If you don't want to get everybody angry, then you are a people pleaser. And like somebody jokingly said in one um, post the other time, person said, um, if you want to please everybody, don't be a politician. Rather, be selling ice cream. If you want to please everybody, sell ice cream. Don't be a politician. I mean, don't even be a leader. I hope you understand. So the basic themes of communication and respect and curiosity and the willingness to consider alternative points of view can get you through many aspects of life. But because you're a people pleaser, you don't want to communicate, you don't want to start a discussion, you don't want the other person to fire you or to get angry with you. Because of that, you do everything that people ask you to do without wanting to be in conflict with them. Then if you see that you always over-explain yourself, hmm. You want to explain everything to everyone. Any day that um, any day that you come out of your house with um, bathroom slippers, for instance, you want to explain to everybody that says, see you, it's because I took my shoe for repair and they have not finished. That's why I'm wearing this bathroom. Honestly, it's not something I wear every time, but this time around, I just felt that because I need to go out and get something very urgently, so I decided to wear this bathroom slippers. It's not that I wear like that every time. It's just this circumstance that happened. You know how some of these shoemakers behave, and something like that can happen to anybody at any time. Sure, you see that it's not as if I don't have the money to buy a real shoe. I just decided to wear this bathroom slippers just to get something else. Five minutes, or just five minutes to get something from there. Who asked you what is it? Waiting. Why must you always explain? Why? Why? They will not ask you. <laughs> you hold a phone. It got so good. It's a palace phone. Touch light phone. Because you see some of your friends holding expensive, we don't be like, eh, salam alaikum. You see this phone I'm holding. Actually, this is not my real phone. This is not my real phone. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody sees you in Maraba and the person greets you. Now, Salam alaikum, sister, please don't go. You see, this Maraba that I came, I actually came to visit a friend. It's not that this is where I'm living. <laughs> it's not human beings that I live in Maraba. It's not, not that I live here. You know, I just came to get. There's this friend of mine who went secondary school together. I know somehow the person lived around here, so I came to see the person briefly. Actually, the person's mother died, and you know, I couldn't greet the person when the mother died. So I just felt it's a nice thing for me to come here to Maraba to come and greet the person. Because of the traffic, I didn't even come with my car. You see, that's why I enter public transport. It's not that I enter public transport every time. And I just had to come here just to see this, my friend. And I'm, as I finish seeing this, my friend, now say, let me try to trek to this side of the road. Maybe I will see a vehicle. In fact, there's no drop. Yeah, there's no Uber, there's no bolt, there's nothing. And it's this public transport that I have to. It's not that I enter public transport every time. 
It's just now I just felt I need to go back to town quickly so that I will not uh, uh, miss going to the office and finish what I needed to do. In the my office is in my Tama Maidu, and uh, I, I have, there's a school there that I that I teach. I'm not just an ordinary teacher there. You know, I'm a graduate, and because of that one, I teach there, and I have the like, salary is commensurate. I even have a car that I use for myself. Ah, ah, you man, you should be bored with all of this long explanation. If you see that you explain yourself too much every time, you know you are trying to please people. You are a people pleaser. I, I hope you know that this one is not positive at all. This one is not, ah, come on, this one get as it be. You just start explaining everything to everybody at every time. It doesn't work. I hope you understand. Sometimes people don't even care. They don't even care like that. You are the one that's worrying yourself. Then when you see that you are most likely to accept just any invitation, they didn't tell you before, you are just an afterthought. Now say, eh, eh, ah, eh, sister Mistura, we have this uh, event, too. I hope you are going to attend. Say, event? No, I didn't know about it. When is the event? The event is today. Please, get ready. Let's, let's, let's meet there. It's very important. We cannot miss this event. Because you don't want that person to be offended. You accept. Even when you know that you don't have the energy and you don't have the time to do that. If you are somebody like that, it means you are a, you are a people pleaser. And then, uh, I mentioned this one earlier on, if you work hard to prove yourself to people, it's similar to the other one when you like to explain to people. That one is verbal explanation, but this one is in your action. You are trying to prove to others that you are okay. You are trying to prove to others, you are trying to impress others that you have also arrived. Uh, that is a big problem. And that is why you cannot wear what you have you cannot wear what you can afford. You just want to prove yourself to others that you are also in Abuja, you are also working hard, and you have also got some money. Ah, no. If you do that, you are a people The majority of people you see, when they are too self-conscious of what they wear, I'm saying that because of you ladies especially. I'm not saying a person should not be, you know, at least look at yourself and see is this okay for where I'm going, you know? Is this okay for, you know, those kind of things. But when you say that you are working too hard and you are doing a lot of things so that people will not criticize you, you are doing a lot of things to show people that you are also thriving, and this now begins to determine where you live, where you walk, where you go to, the kind of friends you visit, the kind of things you do, that means you are not actually living your real life. You are only trying to please other people. You don't want to tell somebody where you live because you are afraid they may criticize you to say, why are you living in so and so place? But like I said, it's not human beings that live in those places. What's your problem now? No, don't, don't, don't hide, don't pretend. May Allah have mercy on us. All right, let me leave that one alone. You understand what I'm trying to say by that? <laughs> then you, you notice that you won't pick where to go for anything because you will have problems with making decisions. Before you decide, you want to ask other people and be sure other people agree with you before you decide. Common bread, you want to buy bread. You are showing somebody else, is this bread okay? If you see that you cannot buy anything in the market without calling one of your friends, Salam Alaikum, uh, uh, see there's this Ankara uh, that I just saw. It is green, it is blue, there's yellow, there's orange inside it. Uh -huh. And there uh, is one of these patterns that will say, but I can't understand. Then you now do video 
um, video call and say, look at it now. How do you see it? In fact, they say it's 5,000 naira. Should I buy? Is it expensive? Is it cheap? Can I get elsewhere? Is it better elsewhere? Then people say, I ah, know this one that you are this same type of uh, something. You will get it better in Suleja. And you can't find Suleja. Just wait till next week. When I go to Kaduna, I will confirm for you. Then you will now know whether it's cheaper or more expensive. Over what? Now you want to buy Ankara and you can't make up your mind. Has it ever happened to any of you like that? Some of you will not wear hijab until you show a friend first. And when it now come to even getting dressed in the morning, that's where your major wahala is. What dress are you supposed to wear? You don't know. Because you are thinking in your head, how would people see this? How would people look at this? I'm not saying it's a bad thing to, you know, at least to know that. Ah, so that you don't come out looking like mashed potato. Everything mixed and squeezed together. You'll be doing color blocking up and down. If you are not sure, you may ask for opinions one way or the other. But if the major decision of your life now depends on yes, what other people have to say, and you cannot simply decide even what to eat, there's a problem. You become a very terrible people pleaser. What of marriage? Can a wife ask the husband what does he want to eat? She cannot cook. She cannot decide. A particular wife will give the husband 16 missed calls. 16. Call him 16 times. When the husband eventually saw the missed call, picked the call, Salam alaikum, eh? what happened? What happened? What's going to say? Eh? I just said, let me ask you, what should I cook? Ah, ah. Then the husband will be like, eh, cook anything now. <laughs> Many of you are guilty of that, right? What should I cook? Uh, okay, <laughs> oh, okay, um, okay, make eba. Then she has the white eba or the yellow eba. Make anyone else. No, tell me the one you want. Okay, make the white eba. Then she will call again. What soup? Hey, there's uh, there's uh, draw soup and there's uh, vegetable. Okay, which one? Now you understand, I'm, I'm trying to exaggerate this thing for you to get. I'm not exaggerating, it happens, right? <laughs> when you can't. If you see that, honestly, this thing, you may not have been noticing it. But if, if you are not able to make decisions because you want everybody to be pleased, that's where there's problem. Please, try and discipline yourself to know that you can decide. And your decision, if you are wrong, fine. And if you are right, fine. Sometimes you just have to do some things regardless of what anybody is going to say or think about it. Then if you see that you won't raise your hand to ask questions when people are doing things. Let me tell you how this thing works. I think somebody posted it some time ago. I read, it, I read this one uh, online somewhere, but I can't remember. They said in school, when we were in school, we need to raise our hands before our teachers would call us to ask questions, right? Anybody who question, people will raise hands, and then the teacher will say, you, ask your question. Are you following me? But when we left school, nobody is going to wait for you to raise your hand. When you are out of school, nobody is going to call you whether you raise your hand or not. When you are out of school, just get up and ask whatever you want to ask. School is different from real life. Many people cannot remember that they are no longer in school waiting for permission. Waiting for permission to speak. Waiting for permission to ask questions waiting for permission to make complaints, waiting for permission to even succeed. Now, I want you to take note of that. Some people are waiting for permission. They are waiting for somebody to permit them, and this person doesn't exist. 
which person is going to permit you to succeed? You now start waiting and say, okay, I want to, I just want to, I'm just taking my time. I want to see if um, it's something I should do. <sighs> to buy land. Some people have been waiting for permission up till now. To change their jobs. Some people are waiting for permission up till now. To resign a job that doesn't favor them. They are still waiting. For, in fact, somebody asked for permission. So they, to the extent that this person went to the uh, proprietor of their school, that you see, actually, I'm just thinking whether I should woman resign. There's this, um, there's this school that is near my house, so I don't even need any transportation. I can just walk into that school because it's just within my street. And you see, to come to work here now, you see, sir, I spend a lot of money. From the 50,000 Naira salary that I receive, I spent 35,000 Naira on transportation. If I trek joy, if I trek alongside, I will spend 35,000. And this 15,000 is not so much enough for me. I'm just thinking that since that school in my street, it's a new school and they offered to pay me 80,000 Naira. I'm thinking whether I should resign and join that school. Please, what do you say? You know, eh, so I should not be as if the, the school is in session and I'm trying to resign like that. You know, the students are going to suffer. All of, you see, all of the argument, the uh, boss should have against her. She's already even laying it on the ground. See self-sabotage. Self-sabotage. The person has sabotaged herself. And you see, and many of the children, they're already coming along with me. I'm so used to that. They are used to me. I'm just thinking that if I should resign now, it's going to really cause a lot of uh, confusion in the school. So what do you think? Should, should I, should, or should I just stay? <laughs> <laughs> You see, maybe I'm exaggerating this, but you know there are some human beings that will do like that. You go to your boss to go and ask for permission to resign. Look, if you don't want to be a people pleaser till you die, please don't wait for permission. Don't seek permission. Give notice. You give notice when you have made up your mind that this is what you want to do. Not making up your mind is possibly because you want to satisfy everybody. You don't want your boss to be angry. You don't want your colleague to be angry. You don't want... I'm not saying a person should just be wicked. I don't want someone to be cruel. You know, I don't want to say somebody should be selfish. I'm not saying somebody should not consider other people. But at a point when you have to make a very serious, serious decision in life, if you're a people pleaser, it's going to be very difficult for you to do that. Please hold, that, hold on to that very, very essentially. If you bring that to family life also, you see, ah, you know I'm a counselor now, I'm not supposed to tell people to divorce. But you see, some people will come to you and they want your permission to go and divorce their husbands. Or to go and divorce their wife. Be like, ah, but you want me to tell you to go and divorce your wife? How am I supposed to see that? <laughs> ah, this life is not balanced at all. So this person is suffering, no, really suffering, being oppressed by the husband, and the in-laws are beating her. Imagine, Allah Akbar, imagine a man beating his wife, he now calls his sisters to come and see. And his sisters came with the mother. Without asking any question, they first started giving her blue-black slap. That how dare you make our brother to be so angry like that, that he beats you. No, you, you don't understand that scenario. It's your fault that you made him to become so angry that he's beating you. 
So they now beat you on top of that. Hey! <laughs> so that kind of lady now, after she went to the hospital, she's now discharged. She now comes to meet you. Who starts, you see, oh, this is what they did to me. After she finished crying, and you know, so, so what do you want to do now? I just came to ask you whether I should go back or I should go to my parents' place. Be like, hey. <laughs> and the question to ask is, wait, who are you trying not to offend? Who exactly are you trying not to offend? I think it's good to always ask that question. <laughs> what would you ask? What's the worst that can happen? Oh, Allah have mercy on us. Let me leave that example too, but I hope you are grasping it. I've stopped counting so that I will just stop when I see that you've got too much or you are getting bored. If you observe that you secretly like being that person that everybody depends upon, if you observe that you are you in your mind, somewhere inside your mind, you want to be the person that everybody depends upon, that means you are a people pleaser. You may actually have good intention, but somehow along the line, you carry people's burdens that are not yours. You carry people's responsibilities that are none of your business. You cannot say, no, this is not part of my job. You cannot say, no, this is not part of my responsibility. You don't want the person to feel offended. You say, yes, bring the child. I will sponsor to school. You don't want to offend somebody. You say, don't worry, I will pay the bills for that one. You don't want to say no to somebody. You say, yes, I'm going to pay for so and so. You stick your neck into things that you cannot carry. After a while, when now becomes too heavy for you, people now say, waiting happen. Now, you see, if you see that you are somewhere inside your head, you want to help everything, you want to help everybody, you want to do everything for everybody at every time. That means you are a people pleaser. You don't know and you don't understand that some human beings have to carry their own burdens by themselves. So most of the burdens we carry, it's not because we can carry them, it's because we are trying to please people. You know, ah, no, ah, this person cannot ask for something from me and I cannot do it. Then you go and borrow on behalf of somebody, even when you don't have to. Even when the person has 20 other options and the person single you out to be the one that will carry their own responsibility. And you know that you cannot, like you can live for love, nafs and allows aha. Even Allah doesn't impose on anyone what they cannot carry. But if you stick your head to carry what you cannot carry and you break your neck, you can't blame anyone. Please, I'm not saying that you shouldn't help somebody. I hope you understand. Let's do it back and forth. You can help people, you can assist people, but if a burden is not yours, please don't carry it. If a responsibility is not yours, don't carry it. Allow people to carry their own responsibilities. Allow people to carry their own burdens for themselves. In fact, sometimes, Allow people to face the consequences of their wrong actions. Allow people to face the consequences of their carelessness. Allow people to face consequences of their irresponsibilities. Don't be a people pleaser to the extent that everything is you. Everything is, in fact, sometimes when you get so used to this, you will even get angry with some people for not carrying their burdens on you. JJ, somebody uh, delivered a baby, and they informed you that we've got a child. Some days after the naming ceremony, you now get angry that they didn't tell you when the naming ceremony was. Uh, so they have done naming now. What do you want? You want to revise it or you want to reverse it? 
Is, the reason for that is you are so used to carrying people's burdens that you think you are supposed to be the one. Do you know the implication of this? The implication of this is you render many people around you, render them impotent, you render them irresponsible. You don't allow them to understand that they should do things by themselves. At the end of it all, it becomes a tradition for you and it's a lot of problem eventually. May Allah forgive us. Like I say, I've not said you should not help somebody else, but deep inside you, deep inside you, if you see that your right to happiness depends on the happiness of other people, if you feel that you don't deserve that kind of happiness that other people have, that means you are trying to please them and it's not the best for a person to do. Sometimes, how did we even get to all of these things? Sometimes because we are terrified of abandonment, we are terrified of being left behind. And so we'll do everything in this world to keep a relationship from ending. Do you want me to say it again? You don't want certain relationships to end. You don't want some friends to walk out of your life. So you do everything to please them so as to make them to stay. Some, some friends don't even care. They, they, they can just walk away from you anytime. But because you fear, ah, this friend will have been a friend for a long time. It is, if I don't help this person, this person will not be my friend again. I think that's the problem with some people. The same thing happens in marriages too, in some relationships. Because you don't want to be left behind, you don't want to be abandoned, you don't want to be, you know. I see this a lot with some women. Yeah, you don't want people to say, ah, you again, you again, you that divorced before. You just got another husband now. You are complaining again. And you again, because of that, you want to do everything so that people will not say, hmm, what is exactly is wrong with you? Then you, you want to stay. Then you do everything to make life to be comfortable for that person. Sometimes you'll be the one that will be feeding who is supposed to be feeding you. You are the one clothing somebody who's supposed to be clothing you. You are the one paying the rent when the person is supposed to do it by himself. You are the one going back and forth to ensure that everything works. If there's problem, you are the one that will know how to go for counseling. If there's issue, you are the one that will know how to go and look for special prayers. And you are doing everything to please people who should not be pleased. When you see that you are trying to bind what does not cling, it means you are a people pleaser. Some things don't just work and some things cannot work. And sometimes you know very well that some people are just manipulating you. You know. You know that these people are just using you. It's not as if the whole of their life depends on you, but they know you are a very kind person. They know you are very considerate. They know you always go out of your way to please and satisfy them. So they manipulate you. They use you. They do simi-simi face to you somehow. What's simi-simi face in English? Who can tell me? <laughs> or oh, this will missy missy to you. Hey, tell me now, what, what, how do I describe it in English? Now they, they put on a... <laughs> yeah, they put a pathetic face towards you. And you, man, you fall for it. Even when you know that these people are just deceiving you. You'll be like, hey, yeah, yeah, you know, it's not easy for somebody to beg like that. If the person is begging, then the person really needs help. Oh, hey, yeah, then you help. Let me tell you something. There's one sister, eh? She had the house help. So this house help already noticed that she is this kind of person. They always want to please everyone. Whenever they cook food in the house, they'll be like, ah, no, eh? House help. It's not easy now. 
Maybe her parents don't have anything. So the household will end up eating more than even every other person in the house. That was not the problem. Then she will buy clothes for her children. She will buy exactly the same thing for the house help. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Okay, wait too. It now happened at a point that the house help now said her mother died. You know, they normally say that. You see, her mother died. She said more early morning like that. The house help did not wash plates. She did not wash anything. She did not bath. The whole house was upside down. And then when she now went to knock the door, they want to come out and do her work. The house help just go. What happened now? Said she just got the news that her mother died. Yeah, yeah. This lady told me that she was even crying with the house help that hey, yeah, ah, your mother that hey, yeah, oh. <laughs> so what are you going to do now? The other said she has to travel to her village. To travel to her village. Uh, she doesn't have money, so they, they had to give her. By that time, she had worked for like nine months. You know, they paid them at the end of every year. She got her money of one whole year and gave to her. She bought clothes for her. Her new dresses she has not sewn. The one she had sewn that she knows the house could wear, she packed everything, come and see bags of clothes. Put some small, small costume jewelries inside for her. That hey, yeah, so your mother died just to make her to be happy. And then she now gave her transport money. She took her own car and drove her to the motor park. When she drove her to the motor park, the house girl was sick crying. Itama, she was crying. <laughs> After all of that, when she went away, and that was it. Two months after, one of her friends said, ah, what of that your house have done? She said, ah, her mother died, oh, this one, uh, whose mother died? She's in, uh, in my house now, in my estate. In your house? No, no, you, you know, the Megad, um, uh, the Gitmar house, that she's living there with one of the uh, security guys. I know it cannot happen. And somebody who has gone to her village, that she even called when she reached her village, that everybody is greeting her. Said no, if you doubt, let's go now. Then they were there. By the time they got there, she couldn't believe her eyes. This girl was like four months pregnant or so, according to what they said eventually. She was just living fine with the uh, security guys there in that other estate. And her now, with all of those uh, amenities she has got. So eventually, the, this lady who was telling now said she now called her name. I don't want to mention her name. Called her name. And uh, when she looked at her, she now looked at her and said, eh uh-huh. waiting. I said, ah, you that told me that your mother is your mother that will die. My own mother, my own mother, no die. Then she called, says, come and see this woman. Now she's harassing me. Ah, this lady said she didn't know whether to cry or to shout. Or what is she going to, what is she going to do now? When she was trying to say, "We well, Allah is for what you did," this her friend who said she's just went closer to her and, pwah! That's the house. Give the house dirty slap. This is then you know that's to reset her head. Do you know this, madam, or not? <laughs> see, I can like some people. Eh? <laughs> oh, Allah have mercy on us. Let me leave that as it is. What I'm just trying to say is people will manipulate you. Once they know that a people pleaser, they will cheat you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Those are some of the, the downsides of being people pleasers too much. You know, apart from saying that they will drain you, 
they will put responsibilities that are not yours, they will put on your head. They will ask you to cook yourself and turn yourself to pepper soup for them. When they eat you, they will still complain that you are salty. Maybe you are a people pleaser. After you made yourself into pepper soup, they will still complain that you have too much pepper. Oh, Allah have mercy on us. Now, if you also see, I've, I've given you enough examples now, right? Yes, you always also see that you take blame in any relationship, or you are the one that's always guilty in every relationship, then you are a people pleaser. If your self-esteem is critically low, and deep inside of you, you do not think, you do not believe that you deserve to be happy. Rather, you believe you must earn the right to be happy. You believe that you must work hard to be happy. You believe you must earn the right to enjoy life. You believe that you have to please other people before you get to be happy, then you are a people pleaser. In fact, when you are happy, ordinarily you wonder, why, why am I so happy now? I've not, I've not pleased people yet. And you think other people deserve more to be happier than you, then you are a people pleaser. I'm, I'm repeating that over and over again. But let me quickly see what you can do um, to free yourself, because one of these things that make you to be a people pleaser if you want to check yourself very well, is that you notice that you are addicted to people who have problems. Have you noticed that? You are addicted to people who have emotional problems in their lives. You are addicted to people, to relationships that, has, that have nothing to offer you. If you see that you are in a relationship that's not balanced, you are the one that likes to do more and the other person likes to do less, then you are a people pleaser. In fact, to the extent that it's not a ratio of 50-50, it is 80-20, and you still feel okay like that. 80-20. You don't notice the red flag sometimes in a relationship like that. You are the one caring for them. You are the one asking for them. You are the one sending text messages. You are the one sending uh, Jumat Mubarak sometimes. You are the one that is... And these people don't care. They don't even... They will see your message sometimes. They will read it, but they will not respond. And you keep doing that one without asking that things should be balanced up a bit, then that means you may have some problem. It may not be they or them that have this problem. It could be you that actually has a problem. People who are emotionally down, those are the ones that you are attracted to. Those are the ones that you like. People that you have to be helping are the people that you like to see around you. It's possible that you are also controlling, you are trying to control people's lives by pleasing them by imprisoning them, by tying them to yourself. Sometimes you may not know that you are being manipulative too by trying to please people, bribing them with your niceness so that they remain around you. You might be wrong, oh, you may be the main problem in the whole equation. If they say find X in mathematics, you are the X. You know those things teachers used to do to torment our brains those days? You say, fine, why? Which was why? This is not why we are looking at. The why is there already. Why am I looking for it? They say, fine, why? And the teacher will write why there. You might be wondering where is why. <laughs> now, you see, in relationships, you are always at the receiving end. You are always at the losing end. You are the only one that can contribute. Others don't contribute. You are the only one that cares. No other person cares. Check it very well. It's either you are being manipulative by struggling to keep people around you by being nice and kind towards them, or you are overdoing it and you are being a people pleaser. You are sacrificing yourself 
too much for causes that are not even just. Instead of walking away from people that have nothing, absolutely nothing to contribute to your life, you are the one that's the fixer. You are the one that's the helper. You are the one that's always there when there's trouble. And when there's goodness, they won't call you. When something is going on nice, they won't remember you. When they win contracts or they get jobs, they won't call you. But when they have problem, they will remember you. It's not supposed to be a bad thing, but if you take it too far, then you have problem too. You have problem. I, I remember mentioning some time ago, now if, if people remember, maybe because of those who are not there, I said everybody should check their phones. Check your phone, check the contact. If more than 50% of the people in your contact are the people you are helping, not people who are helping you, it means life is not balanced. It means you have to balance things up. When was the last time somebody called you up and said, I'm just checking on you? When was the last time somebody called you up and said, Ah, Salam Alaikum, I just have small change. Do you need any money? Somebody said, I don't have that your Zenit account again. Please send it to me. You say why? You say, I just have something small for you. Honestly, everybody asks yourself. When was the last time somebody went somewhere and bought something and bought your own along and said, yes, for you also? Some of us are very lucky. We have such friends around us. And some of us, is it luck that we don't have? <laughs> we don't have such friends around us. We are the only ones remembering to do this for them. I need to think about this very seriously. I'm very serious about this. Because many people think they are right and they are very sincere about it. But sometimes you can be very sincerely wrong. You are sincerely wrong in the kind of relationships you keep, the kind of friends you keep. You'll be sick now. Nobody will even mistakenly ask after you. But when you hear they are sick, you run to the hospital to go and see them. Only for you to get there, you hear that they have been discharged. You run to the house to go and look for them. Only for you to say they have gone to the market. You now ask which market is the person go to. So you go and look for the person. Waiting. Waiting concerns you. What is your own? I hope you understand what I'm saying. Please, I want you to grasp this very well. You may be the one that has problem. You want to fix people. You want to um, stick your head into chaotic situations, into uncertain situations. People emotionally hurt you. They are the ones who keep around you. You keep focusing on your responsibility to other people, not on their duties towards you. If all you care is what you do for them, and you are never bothered to even ask what they should do for you, it means you are a people pleaser. And it's, it's not favoring you, it's not working for you. Oh Allah, make life easy for us, and may Allah please forgive us and, and guide us aright. You keep away from nice people because you, you feel bored when there's nobody to, to help. You feel bored when there's nobody to fix. And that's why the other time somebody tried to offer you something, no, no, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. Somebody wants to give you something, no, no, I'm okay, I'm okay. Somebody wants to give you money, say, no, 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 don't, I don't need it, don't worry, I don't need it. Somebody will buy a gift for you, say, ah, you don't have to worry, okay, don't bother, don't bother. Eh, don't bother. From now on, allow people to bother. They say, come and eat, you say, no, I'm, I'm okay. And you are hungry. You see, the reason why you see me laugh sometimes, I, I could remember like 10 things at the same time. I don't even know which of them I should tell you. 
You visit somebody or they brought food, you are looking at TV as if you didn't see the food. <laughs> they say, come and eat, you say, it's okay. You want to be going home, and I say, should they drop? You say, no, they shouldn't worry, you take Uber. <laughs> they say, should we pay for Uber? But you say, no, don't worry, I have some change. Ah, oh my, which kind of life is that now? <laughs> they are bringing food. I don't like this food. You can't talk. You just go and say, ah, it's all right. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. This is my favorite food. Maybe there's too much pepper inside. Maybe you visit your Yoruba family. They now give you this. They are, this, they are offered a rice with this kind of store. Uh, kind of, what's it called? Sauce. Hmm. Or they serve you jollof rice. Eat jollof rice in Yoruba people's house. You will not know whether it's pepper they use in cooking the rice or they use rice to cook pepper. <laughs> they not give it to you now. Instead of you, they say, no, you don't. Ah. Ah. It's so spicy. Ah. I like this spice a lot. <laughs> Look at your nose running. <laughs> your eyes are red. You want to die. <laughs> You know what? Because you don't want them to feel bad that they brought pepper. Like, ah, it's all right. You have ice block. <laughs> then when they look away, you quickly you like, wipe your nose. Tears will be coming from your eyes like this. You quickly rush into the toilet, go and wash your face. Everything is still red like that. You come on like that, Abba. Which one? You want to please people who die? <laughs> You see, that's why you say I'm laughing to myself before, before I say it to you. Kai, you know no people suffer a lot. It's not nice, though. Why you, do you do things like that? Honestly, it's not nice. I, this life is too short now to come and be suffering yourself because you are pleasing, you don't want to offend people. Just be like, oh, I'm hungry. You people get food for house. <laughs> that's how to enjoy a good life. You know, you are there, you are just very hungry. You just sit down there, just chill. They will be eating, or you will say, I know, I'm okay. Maybe it's a family where the people they even like food a lot. So they, they, they don't make amala with vegetable soup or maybe with this draw soup. They say, come and eat that. I'm okay. Then you see, <laughs> those who will start eating, if they want to do 40 40 for you, they want you to die. They, they, you, you, see, you know how some people like food now? They just like, you know, scoop the amala like that, you know, with, with their hand going almost 360 degrees. They just scoop it like that. And then when they bring then you see the person's neck is already bent to one side, like, like 45 degrees. If you know math very well. And the person will put the phone in their mouth and they will dim their eyes. They say, come and eat. Oh. <laughs> they just dim their eyes. Come and eat. So, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm, you're okay. Wait. It. Wash your hand, my friend, and join. And eat. Eat. Walatang sanosibaka. Minal hayati dunya. Don't forget your own share of the good things of life. What do you now? Because you want to please everybody. You will not, you will not eat what is good. You will not wear what is good. You will not do what is good for yourself. Haba. I'm not saying you should, you know, go ahead looking for people to impress, but at least you should take care of yourself too. Stop saying no when you should say yes. And stop saying yes when you should say no. 
honestly, most of the time, heaven doesn't fall. If you say no, the catastrophe will not happen. Just have good life. I'm not saying you should not, you should not do goodness to others, but you see these examples I'm giving, some of them, you might, you know, it's very obvious because you don't know how to take care of yourself. That's why things, good things will be happening and you'll just be there like an orphan. you just sit down, you'll be suffering, you will not be able to talk, you will not be able to make requests. Ah, laugh. So number one, what should you do? Accept yourself fully. Accept yourself. You may not change yourself 100%, but if you don't accept yourself as you are, that is when you are looking for other people to compliment you before you are happy. And because you are looking for compliments, you are trying to please them. So they say you are the hardworking one. They say you are the nice one. They say you are the good one. You know, everyone say, ah, that ah, very nice, very nice guy, very nice guy. When you die like this, ah, very nice woman, very nice. All of them are owing you. This is a very nice woman. You see that very nice one, they say, they will send very long text message on WhatsApp. Very nice woman. They will not attend your funeral. They will just say, very nice woman. Number two, accept other people as they are without trying to change them to meet your own needs. That means don't manipulate people and don't allow people to manipulate you. Accept them as they are. If this person is a nice person, accept the nice thing as the person. If the person is a bad and wicked person, please don't kill yourself because of that person. Don't, and you should also stop managing and controlling other people with your niceness. Now I told you that sometimes being too nice is your own way of manipulating people. Don't, don't manipulate people by being nice to them. I know many company owners, many school owners, many people try to be nice to you just to manipulate you. They do their nice, they try to please you in order to use you. You understand what I mean? All of this award, best teacher of the year, that's kind of award, it's just to make you work harder. It's not as if your life will be any better for it. They, it's, it's calm. What do they give you? They give you a plaque without any money added to it. Is that one appreciation? Wake up now. Wake up. The, the best teacher of the year, the most hardworking teacher of the year, most dedicated teacher of the year. Uh, what other thing do they give you as a award? Uh, outstanding teacher of the year. Look, if that job is not paying you off, resign. Look for something else to do. They will be paying you 30K, and then you are the best teacher of the year, and you are owing school fees, you are owing house rental. If they want you to be the best of the year, they should support you in your house rent. Somebody will give you an award as best teacher of the year. They will not add shishi to your salary like this. Shishi. If you notice that one, you are being used. They are nice to you to exploit you. So wake up, don't sleep. This one you are doing to please, to please. I'm not saying you should not do your job, and I'm not saying you should not do extra if there's need, but you should understand what you are doing. Do you understand what I mean now? If you don't understand, then you'll be feeling disappointed. You'll be feeling discouraged because you don't understand the game that's going on. If the, you know they are playing games with you, understand that this is just a game, but do what you need to do. It's better for you to admit that, okay, I'm being used, than for you to not realize when it's too late that you have been used all these years. And then you start crying in one corner. They say, what thing happen? Ah, Allah Akbar. Now, another point that I've mentioned in the passing, realize that sometimes it is not always your fault. People are just who they are. And understand very well that you cannot please everybody, no matter how much you try. 
Be in touch with your feelings and attitudes about every aspect of your life, including your dignity as a human being. Don't rubbish yourself because you are trying to please people. In other words, know the kind of market you take your ways to. Don't go to sell mirror in the market of blind people. They won't appreciate because they can't even see what you are talking about. Don't take your mirror and want to sell to blind people. Don't bother yourself doing things for people that don't understand it and that they don't, they don't even care whether you do it for them or not. You understand what I mean? Good deeds and goodness are very scarce nowadays. You should, you should honor it. Good people like you are not common. So stop wasting your goodness for people who don't deserve it. I'm not saying that you should be wicked to others. I'm just saying that you should come to terms with your own honor and dignity. It's not everybody you try to please. Please only those that deserve to be pleased. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say now. And please people that you will not come back to regret it. Then, I've mentioned cherish every aspect of yourself, your personality, your appearance, your belief, and your value system, and your body, your interests, and your accomplishments. Validate yourself rather than searching for other people to give you a sense of self-worth. Rather than looking for people to please, to, for them to appreciate you, just appreciate yourself first. Know your worth. Know that this is your own interest too. And validate yourself. Stop looking for other people to come and validate you. Your self-esteem is great enough so much so that you can enjoy being with other people normally. They have accepted you and you have also accepted them. People that you don't need them in order to feel worthy. Be worthy on your own and you don't need to demand for it because they already know your worth. If they call you, they know your time is precious. You are not somebody that anybody would take for granted anymore once they know that you have your own self-worth. For example, somebody will not call you just at, at odd hours and say, come and escort me to the market. And you don't know how to say no to that kind of thing. Ah, no, no, no. It means something is wrong. So allow yourself to be open and trusting with appropriate people. Courageously face your own problems and shortcomings. So generally, generally, when it comes to marriage now, as we have it, what should a husband do to please the wife? What should the wife do to please the husband? I think there are many things we can do to please each other, right? Yes, many things we can do to please each other, buying gifts, um, smiling a lot, um, having money, right? Brothers, you agree with me? Having money is part of what you need to please your wife, right? Am I correct? Let me know if I'm wrong, go. Uh, you need to have money, you need to um, spend good time with your family, you need to be genuinely concerned about your family, right? And you women too, you know what you can do to please your husband. You cook his meal well for him at the right time. You do all those kind of things that people do to satisfy each other. There's nothing wrong in adding some pleasantness. You know, I used, I removed that from the word pleasing others. Being people pleaser, then the sense of being pleasant to others. Adding pleasantness to whatever thing you do so that you can maximize the pleasure in the things that you do. All from the word pleasing others. 
And this pleasure that I'm talking about is what the prophet uh, the, the prophet said, Inna Dunya the whole of this world is enjoyment. And this time around, I say the whole of this world is pleasure. And the best of all pleasure is a righteous woman. If we put it the other way, the best of all pleasure of this world is a righteous man. Righteousness is a factor in pleasing anybody or anyone. Anybody that's going to be qualified for you to please is somebody that is deserving of your pleasantness. Somebody that appreciates your pleasantness. And somebody who you can do it for, for a pleasure. You can say, somebody will say, thank you for what you have done. You say, it's my pleasure. Or the pleasure is mine. Trying to please you is a way of me pleasing myself. I am pleased within myself to have tried to please you because you appreciate it. You know it. You love it like that. And you will do the same thing for me if it were my turn to want to get some pleasure from you. Do me a favor. Do me a pleasure. Do me something that can please me so that my being pleasant to you will make sense. So being a people pleaser means please those that can bring pleasure your way. And when it gets to an extent that you know that the people you are pleasing, they will pay you back with goodness, then it becomes a pleasure. In fact, you will derive a lot of pleasure pleasing that person. You understand what I mean? You will be happy pleasing that person because it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. So generally now, if I may conclude on that note, being a people pleaser has its positive way, it has its negative way. It becomes negative when you take it too far and you are doing it wrongly, just like some of the ways we have mentioned. It becomes positive when you are doing it rightly, like we have said, and you are doing it to the right people at the right time, in the right way, in the right measurement. You can be there for others when they need your help. You can be there for them when they need assistance from you. You can be there for them and do things in order to make their lives to be easy for them. You can sacrifice your time you can sacrifice your wealth. You can be there for them in the time of crisis. You can be their strength in their times of weakness. But ensure that these same people will reciprocate for you when your own time comes. How will you ensure that? Surround yourself with people of similar pleasantness like you. Surround yourself with people who appreciate the fact you are trying to please them. But Human beings are not always predictable. There are some human beings, no matter how much you do, they will not appreciate it. For such people, be very cautious. So that when they stab you in the back, you will not cry to death or bleed to death. Do we all understand now? Now, coming back to where we started from, the philosophy of letting everything be okay so that you will be okay, or that one of being okay so that every other thing will be okay. Now you see we can now meet in the middle. There should be a middle course. But there are many different circumstances, there are many different situations where you may have to consider this one over and above this one. Life can be very dynamic. You cannot hold on to only one side. You have to consider all sides and consider all options 
when you have done all of that one, then you tie your camel and then you put trust in Almighty Allah. May Allah make it easy for us. And may Allah continue to guide us aright. May Allah forgive me. May Allah forgive you to Akul Foli Hara. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.